We're here, baby. Mm, let's do this. Yep. Ah. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We were told we should do a podcast. Yeah, we were told we should do a podcast. Oh, oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was like, podcast. you should do the podcast. And we were like, podcast. Yeah, okay. Do a podcast, yeah. motherfucker. It's a great yeah. idea. That's so, what we, and, so we literally, so we here we are. Did it. Do it. Here we are. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's a, well, then, so we did a podcast. And we did yeah, it. And now we're here. Guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, what episode is this? 10. Is it 10? We made it to double Sorry, digits. Yeah, 10. Yeah, double digits. We nice made work. it to double digits. Ali, 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 has I, that, I want to show off my cup. Has. <laughs> Alan, you're talking over Ron's cup. Talking, okay, you do the cup, cup thing. Can you look at my cup? It says for anyone who's not watching the video, <laughs> another white boy with the podcast. Thank you, Ellen. Did you did you make that? Claire got me this. Claire got you another that. white boy with the podcast. That's amazing. That's that's my, we're filling. My... Wait, what does she mean? Another? What do you mean? We're filling a niche here. That he, he means Apparent, like a, apart from the two of no, us. No, apparently, oh. apparently there's a, there's, a, there's one or two other people in the world have done the exact same thing as us. Wait, what? We got a podcast called. We were told we should do a podcast. Yeah, well, that's frustrating. Maybe that's why we're doing. Oh. Uh, okay, I've lost a lot of inspiration. We should, we should look into that. We should look into yeah. that. Uh, anyway, guys, episode ten, double digits. This is a milestone. Ali, has this ever been done before? I don't think it has. Yeah, actually. No, it hasn't been. I've been doing a lot of research, yeah. and I have not seen a podcast that's reached ten episodes. No. So well we, done. We showed them. Yeah, yeah. you really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done us. Yeah, you've done. Is this going to be our thing? We do like, but like forever. <laughs> episode. Three hundred. Has this ever been done? Are we going to keep doing this? I, this- I think so. I love I it. So. I love it. I, 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 I love it. You got to celebrate the milestone. You got to celebrate the milestone. You just got to celebrate it. Double yeah. digits. Now, th- this episode, we've kind of been teasing almost every episode yeah. up until this point. And, uh, yeah. And I do want to actually uh, give a quick disclaimer on this one. Yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah, th- go on. uh, this episode contains discussions about mental health. Uh, so we kind of advise listener discretion. Um, because, you know, we're going to be delving into some pretty deep topics and mm-hmm. uh, make sure you're in a, the right headspace to mm-hmm. be listening to this. Uh, mm-hmm. We've left some resources in the episode description. Yes. Uh, this is most certainly our experience with mental health, I would say. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm the one that's going to be kind of just like being the, almost the host of this one, mainly mm-hmm. because you guys have probably got the most uh, recent experiences of uh, dealing with your mental health. So I'd, I'd, it makes sense for me to be the one kind of... Yeah. I have yeah. got my own journey as well, yeah. but um, you've got more recent kind of yeah. journeys. Um, and just continue on from what you said, we are not professionals. This is just uh, our own um, personal stories, and hopefully there are some positive takeaways to, to take yeah. away from this podcast. We're yes. going we're gonna to have our, own, think our so. own advice yeah. from our own experiences, yeah. but we, you know, like Alan says, we're not professionals. <clears throat> uh, don't go, what, what works for them yeah. will work for me. Mm. You know, we're just, we're just a bunch of guys that... Of our own experiences. With some white boys with a podcast. Exactly. White boys with a podcast and mental health <laughs> issues from time to, to time. To be fair, part of the reason that we wanted to talk about this, and you may have seen our mental health videos on YouTube, is we are quite passionate about mental health. It's something that the three of us talk about a lot. Yeah. Not, not just the three of us, but our wider Viva family with Ali and Ben and Britt and the rest yeah. of the Viva crew. Yeah. Um, which I think something, I think it's very healthy that we talk about mental health so much. I think so. I actually and really, I was talking to I can't remember who it was, someone the other day, and they're like, yeah, me and my workmates and my, and my friends, we just never talk about mental health. I'm like, oh man, I feel like we talk about it all the time, Aviva. Yeah. We're, we're pretty open about it, eh? Yeah. Like, it is something that even in today's day and age, I mean, this is going to delve into questions I've got down the, down the list, but 
even in today's day and age, it's especially in men, especially in New Zealand men. Mm. Yeah. I think it's still something that is not talked about yeah, much. It immediately <laughs> takes a weight off um, sharing your sharing how you're feeling or sharing how mm. your mental health journey is going with with others. Right. I, I make, made it a like, anytime I was in really bad headspace. I made it a priority to tell yeah. you guys about it because then you get a little bit of, um, I don't know, just something a, lifts. A weight shared is a weight lifted. That's exactly it. And um, yeah, I, really quickly before I proceed, um, quick save. I, I've saved it there. I'm going to load back up. This is just such an important chat that I, I, <laughs> I want to be able to, I want to be as articulate as possible. Um, and I'm, I've been kind of stressing about this one for a little bit because it is so important. And I know so many people listening do have mental health journeys that they are, they've been on or are currently on. And I really want this podcast to, to resonate with people and, and to hopefully make their, them not feel so alone. Mm. Um, so I hope this does that for you. Because, yeah, norm, chat, the other thing talking about it does is normalizing it. That, that, that is the main thing that I want that hopefully this podcast yeah. can do for people. It's just normalize yeah. it. Yeah. And I think since we started openly talking about it, even just within Viva, it became apparent that, like, oh, my God, every, everyone's got a thing. Oh, um, bro. And yeah. everyone's got a thing from either a small thing that they're going yeah. through to a massively to large a massive thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, my God, can it what, like, mental health can feel like the biggest thing like oh, it's just bro. it's all oh, encompassing sure. while you're while you're in the, the thick of it so it's, I'd, it's very I'd, hard. I'd love to dive in let's go man um so first of all no uh, i'd like to swim around the edge for a bit yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm too just to dive in. Okay, i've got the save i've got the save okay, let's i don't go. want to talk about it <laughs> okay so um I, i'd like to know a brief overview of your mental health history like uh, uh, give me, give me a label of. Give me those labels. Me you labels. Slap on your head. Well, yeah. I have two labels. Okay. The first label I got was when I was about uh, nineteen. I think it was about nineteen twenty. Um, was I got slapped with the label of depression officially from my doctor, um, which was that was that was fucking cool. Yeah, cool. I felt like such a loser being like, oh, I've got mental health problems. Cool, 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 mm -hmm. cool. And then more recently, although I, I think this is probably something that I've had even longer than depression, is anxiety as well. Yeah. Yeah, my, my labels are uh, anxiety as well. Um, I've always been a very anxious person as far back as I can remember. Um, and the other one is something called Pure O or Pure OCD, which uh, was something I... I saw someone selling that uh, down the road. It's just down the road. It's Doug <laughs> down the road. Yeah, Doug down oh, the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. He says he charges a good price. No, it's um, a Pure OCD and it's something I wasn't aware existed until I was in the thick of it. And I, I don't want to delve too much into that yet, but uh, the, the OCD to me, had always been a, a, quite a stigmatized label with like opening doors and closing obsessive doors. Obsessive compulsive things and, disorder. Yeah, was yeah. Obsessive it, compulsive disorder. Yeah, yeah. Whereas so, when you were diagnosed, I'd learned a lot about it. Yeah. I was quite wrong. It's, um, so that, typically that is what OCD is, but pure O is really focusing on the um, internal compulsion. So it's about, the, mm. it's, it's instead of external compulsions like closing the door or washing your hands, it's actually more to do with your compulsion is rumination and intrusive thoughts and the inability yeah. to control your mind. And it really is just the most terrifying, isolating, heartbreaking thing that I can imagine. You're, you're a prisoner in your own mind and, and 
nobody can help you. And the majority of the videos and stuff out there or uh, research, I was doing a lot of research. I guess another compulsion is actually just looking into it, trying to figure out what the yeah. fuck like, <laughs> is going on. Um, was uh, there, there's, there wasn't much that um, people knew, knew about it or knew how to deal with it. Um, until, I mean, potentially, we'll probably be talking about this later, there, there, are, there are ways in which you can kind of tackle it. Mm. So I, I experienced from a very young age a, I don't know what the official label for this, but the closest thing I can think of is actually similar to mm. what you experienced. Because I remember you actually called me like years ago when you first started going through it. Yeah. Because you knew about my, my history. Yeah. And, and mine came from, uh, it wasn't to do with like, uh, I'm depressed about a thing or this or, or an external factor. My brain just after smoking weed, fucking just malfunctioned. Yeah. Like it's like a, a, I call them thought spirals. I went into this, the state of my brain is broken. Yeah. Uh, and I was consequently very depressed for, as, from a, in my teens. Uh, but I don't know what, I don't know what the official label of that is. But it I'll, sounds I'll, like, I remember you talk, like, describing it and it's like that, man, that sounds exactly like what I was going through or very, very yeah, similar to it. It most certainly has elements of depression yeah. as well. Yeah. It was, it was, ang- it was like my, I can't, my brain is stuck. I, uh, 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 I can't stop thinking about you, the thing. And it's, it's as soon as you wake up. Yeah. Right. It's it's as it, soon yeah, as yeah. You, you, I remember, I remember very distinctly waking up. There's a brief second, like yeah. before your, yeah. mu- your mind remembers that you have a mental health yeah. <laughs> issue that where it's just, you see the sky, you see that it's a cloudless sky and you're like, ah, oh, and then the thunder storm rolls in and Oh, that's like, right. I'm me. I'm, oh, oh that's right. I'm me. No. And I've got this yeah. thing and oh my God, I'm going to carry this with me for the rest of the day. Mm. Um, sorry, not to yeah, hijack. No, 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 no. Um, I think that that's good enough just to kind nice of set up. Just, uh, set up. Mm. Yeah. So the next question is, when did you first uh, seriously battle with your mental health? health? What was your first R? I'm not okay moment. I, I guess for me it was about when I was 19 or 20, maybe even a little bit older actually. I, um, I had been struggling with feeling sad and obviously I just thought this is just sadness. This is what you mm. feel like when you're sad. Um, and I just, I quite still clearly remember one day I was still living at home and I was just so, I had had a fight with my parents about, feeling undervalued, I think, basically. My depression was just going, you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit, everyone hates you. And um, I literally just got in my car. I had a fight with my mom and I just got in the car and drove away. Uh, and she, obviously, it was a pretty big fight. I don't fight with my parents that frequently. Yeah. And uh, I just drove and I was, I don't even know where I was going. I mean, mm. I know where I went, but like at the time I didn't have a destination. I uh, I don't think I was as dark as planning to do anything about going, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, like my mom was calling me and I was purposefully not picking up yeah, and she well. was texting. Obviously, she so was very freaking, worried about, very freaking yeah. the fuck out. Were you open with your parents about the journey? Then. You were not then, not then, because I didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. how old? Sorry, were you? I think I was about nineteen. So you're, you're like late 20. teens. You're yeah, a teenager yeah. going through teenage um, things from her point of view. And to, realistically, I'd probably been going through it for about two or three years, mm. but didn't know what it was. Um, and I basically just was, it was, it, what it felt like, and I have experienced this a lot since, is it felt like there was, a, like in a cartoon, a thundercloud over my head, and I just couldn't 
I couldn't see through that. Yeah. Um, and I drove away and purposefully what I could see as I was just like hanging up on my mum and yeah. then like almost out of spite actually stopped hanging up on her and just let the phone ring, which was probably making her feel even worse. Yeah. Um, and eventually I picked it up and she was in fucking tears mm. and it made me feel horrible. So I came home and then mom and dad forced me to go to see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Which, and then he labeled me with chemical depression. So. But uh, I, as much as this, this thing of labels is, is a funny thing. Did you, do you find something comforting about, about when something's like officially labeled? Not then I didn't because I felt like I've been labeled and I didn't want to tell anyone about, one about it for the longest time because like, oh, fuck, I've been labeled. I'm broken or something like that. Mm. Uh, I do now. When I was uh, about 16 or so, this is, this is the origins of my, my, my journey was I, I was smoking, my first time ever smoking marijuana um, and I'd never done it before and I was excited and, and, I, and I had quite a lot. Um, and then I remember my brain just kind of went, the best way to describe it is a thought spiral. And my brain was like hijacked by itself. And I, and I was like, and I remember thinking I was going to be stuck mm-hmm. inside this thought for mm-hmm. eternity. Can I read what? So a, a while ago when I was like in the thick of <clears throat> pure O and just the, yeah. having the worst time of my entire life, I made this Instagram post that with, I, I don't know why I did it. I was just like, I, I, I don't want this to have just complete power over me. And there was something about, I don't know, sharing and, and putting it down on paper and sharing it with people like that. The idea of it made it a little bit lighter, but something I wrote very similar to that was so intrusive thoughts sometimes referred to as pure O is really scary. The thoughts tend to take the form of something that disgusts you, not necessarily your thing, but literally the thing you want to happen least in the whole wide world. Then, then it sets the record to repeat. The result is the host having an emotional reaction to the thought, which empowers the thought, which strengthens yeah. the emotional reaction. Yeah. Before you know it, you're spiraling down a rabbit hole of horrors, which yeah. is, is my, is this perpetual cycle, which, and looking into the science of brains and again, not a doctor, not a scientist, but the, the whole neuro, neurological pathways that the brain creates. If, it's, it's creating these little highways and this, the more you think about it, the more entrenched this mm. thought and emotion combination becomes yeah. to the point where it's pro- like probably one of the strongest thought patterns you've got in your entire, in your mind that it, it, it really does start to feel like it defines you. Yeah. Um, yes. And that, does that sound similar to it's what? Very, it's very similar. My one wasn't focused on like a, a, a thought that disgusts me or whatever. It yeah. was just, the thought was the most, this is part of the problem is how ludicrous the thought was. Yes. The thought was, you're going you're gonna to keep thinking this thought. What yeah. thought? This thought. That doesn't make any sense. You're going to keep thinking this thought. This thought. What thought? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, think about how ludicrous that thought little That was one of my thoughts that, as well. Like, yeah. And it just gets faster and faster. And I'm like, what? how do I get out of and this? And it literally is. Like, it's like, like you're saying, like, getting faster and faster. It, it literally is. It's strengthening. It feels yeah. like it's like mm. it's just getting faster and faster, and you you you. It's just getting stronger and stronger, and is is overpowering you. And the more you resist it, the le- the the stronger it gets. The irony yeah. is is. And, and I remember I, I, while I was like high on weed, I was in this, and I felt like I was literally in hell. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, I've stepped outside of reality. I have, I am now in this hellscape, which I'm going to be stuck in for. Yeah. I'm I'm. I believed I was going to be You're stuck in your this brain. for eternity. Like yeah. I'd stepped outside of the fucking matrix or something. And it's and it's horrifying because it it does stick with you and it does stick with you for a long time. Yeah. 
which reinforces the oh my god eternity thing. Yeah. Like if you wake up and the first thing you think of is, is that thing that immediately fuels it. Like it's mm. throwing gas on the fire starts, and starts the spiral for the and, day. Yeah, and after months of it, you're like, yeah. this is my life. This is this is me literally for eternity. And you hear cases like going online and doing your own research is. It can be helpful, but it can also be incredibly detrimental. <laughs> because people say, never be a Google doctor. <laughs> never be a Google doctor, because there are people in the comments of these, like, what is pure OCD or mental health journeys and stuff? And the comments are like, I've been dealing with this for 20 years. Don't give up the fight. And I'm like, oh, oh. my God, I, like, no, I can't. Like, mm. I, I, I'm on the same page as you. I never got to this level where I was, like, really considering the worst case scenario, but I definitely... um understood it and I was like I if, if this is what life is I don't necessarily mm. oh, want yeah. to be here I know here. I've been to those dark thoughts as well yeah. can, can we rewind a bit with you I, I wanna I do I've got memories when you get called me one day uh, so tell me yeah. the origins of what was your oh fuck uh oh moment yeah it's a, it's a my one's a tricky one to point, pin, pin down my Mental health, I think, very much ties to my fear of uh, one of my big fears in life of of essentially being here on Earth one time. Like, and what's the most like, and what I and what what scares me the most, and that I think is isolation and losing people that I care about most. Which, as I've gone through life, I've found more and more people that I care about, and the intrusive thoughts slash PRO really targets them. Yeah. So early relationships, it would target them and it would, to the point where it was like, it would drive a wedge in my relationships with with other people, which made it even scarier because I, I realized the power of the thought or the power of mental health where mm. this thought has affected me so much that it's it's um it's gone out of my mind and has affected reality. Yeah, like it's, it's affecting your real life. It's affecting my real life. This... Mm girl that I there's been I've had breakups before but based on this this relationship that I was in I was really excited about is ending because of a thought like of, of a mental illness mm. that um and and I think I I was young and naive that like I kept pushing it away and then I'd go through life for months maybe years and it wouldn't be a massive issue I definitely noticed that I'd overthink things at parties or like if someone, if a conversation went, didn't go too well, I'd ruminate on it or I'd stress about things that I was like, I'm pretty sure people don't stress about this stuff as much as I am. But it wasn't until it was two things. It was, it was, um, really settling down with Chelsea and not wanting that relationship to end where I was like, I noticed that, um, popping its ugly head up, but Chelsea was really, really supportive and really stuck with it. To the where I got comfortable enough to not worry about it, but the big, big one for me was having kids. Was having yeah, was, yeah. Rem, was when Remy was born, where I, um, the intrusive thoughts just went NATO on on this the my child, and I was like, oh my god, this mental health thing is targeting my child, yeah, like yeah. real life, in yeah. real life, Someone like having a little demon inside yeah. your brain. It really going, feels like a little demon. <laughs> think these horrible, think thoughts. these horrible thoughts. And um, you're going, oh, no, I, th- I, no, get out of my head. Yeah, I got, no, um, I'm going to make you focus on these thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> did I, ah, 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 yeah it's, and it is, it's, it's like uh, what intrusive thoughts are is, is, is literally showing your brain what 
morally disgusts you mm. like and setting it to repeat and it's like um and I, i'd had experience of literally relationships being torn apart because of this and i was like i think that was the, the that was the so i'd been living with this for years but it really it really came to a head when i had remy um and was like i'm not gonna like i i could see this path of going oh my god i i'm literally anxious of my child <laughs> it became a trigger yeah. where where yeah. remy would come into the room and and i'd be triggered by her because what she reminded me of was was this um mental health hmm. i remember journey that i was on getting a phone call from you um when you this was before you, yeah remy this was, was like it? yeah yeah this was when i was marrying very, yeah, very yeah. close to marrying charles i think and i remember you, you were on like this long you called me because you, you'd heard me talk about my kind of thought spirals journey and you, yeah. were, you were on a long drive, I think from Wellington to Auckland or something. And so all you had t time was just to think. <laughs> to ruminate. Yeah, I was just ruminating. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. and I remember you kind of going, bro, I'm, um, and you, you sounded different. And I was like, well, what's wrong, man? Yeah. And you're like, bro, I, um, my, my brain's not quite right right now. Um, yeah. I, I can't stop like my thinking. Like I'm yeah. getting stuck in these thought, similar thought spirals that you were getting stuff in. Like, yeah. help. <laughs> it was literally like you're yeah. now you're in Auckland, I'm in Wellington, which is just so everyone knows like the opposite side of the country, or the North Island. I'm like, yeah, help me, bro. <laughs> like, and I was like, I don't oh, describe it, and just like, like I'm keep like yeah. ruminating on things and stuff, and and I, and I can't stop it. How to, do I how how do I just my to brain's broken, yeah. bro? Yeah, like, you were you really panicking. I was really I was I was in like Chelsea's found me like in the in a ball on the floor. Um, like just crying um, yeah. the, when, when it's the, at the worst because mm -hmm. you're literally, your, your brain is, is wrapped up in thorns. It's like, it's, yeah. it's your, you, you're literally, it makes you feel, you're isolated in your own mind and nobody can help you. It's, yeah. You have to figure this out that, yourself. That, that's the isolated in your yeah. own mind and no one can help you is the feeling that I get a lot from depression as yeah. well. And it's good that you called Ron because... I genuinely feel, especially with in that kind of scenario where it feels like you're isolated, yeah, is even just not even having a person do anything, just having a person there yeah. or just to talk to, even talk about something else, yeah, kind of takes you away from that, yeah, and it may not even necessarily lessen it, but it stops it entrenching further, yeah. But good on you for calling someone. I, yeah, re I remember giving like I was like I, I remember kind of also saying, dude, I, I can give you the best advice I had. Yeah, I remember, but you like saying. short term. Here, fuck! I'm trying. I'm trying to fix it. I'm gonna try to fix <laughs> yeah, it on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will fix uh, you. But I remember going like, bro, this kind of worked for me. I, I'm not a professional. And I remember saying, what worked for me when I went to a psychologist uh, like, yeah. years ago, mm -hmm. when I was a teenager, was this is the strategy: was these thought spirals that you're having, you want to gain control of them by trying to make them happen. Mm. Yeah. That, and, and it worked for me. It's like you try, mm. try and make them speed the thoughts up, make it worse, gain control of them. Yeah. By the way, serious note, this is, don't try this. And like, unless, yeah. if, you're, if you're battling with something like this, the thing I'm saying right now, don't try this unless you, you've talked to a psychiatrist. Yeah, for, for uh, because yeah, no. it didn't work for Alan. It didn't work for me, yeah. no. Yeah, I remember hearing that being like, and I I understand the theory of this, and I had had um, I don't know if I'd spoken to professionals yet. It probably came after where they they kind of suggested similar things as just like yeah. normalize it or like don't mm. sh shy away from it. But you were definitely the actually. So I'll I'll, I'll finish it. So the, yeah. the the theory the theory was that worked for me was 
try and gank it, speed it up, make it worse, mm-hmm. make these make these thought spirals worse yeah. until they get so fast that they they pop yeah. and disappear. Yeah. And 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 it kind of worked for me. So that was the theory. But, yeah. So, but, and then it, yeah, I, and I tried that, and I I think, and I don't know if the, this is de- de- definitively the reason or not, <clears throat> because my thoughts, my intrusive thoughts, were so visual, and so uh, if if I did focus on them, that just increased their clarity and mm-hmm. their 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 weight, yeah, and yeah. their power of them. And and it was, I remember trying for like. It wasn't. I didn't try for long. I remember lying there trying <laughs> yeah, for like thirty yeah. seconds or something, and I was just like, <gasps> like, I mean, like "God, no!" Like this is like this is, yeah, man. Yeah. And and again, just to reiterate, like intrusive thoughts are for those of you that that uh, don't deal with us. First of all, lucky you. But um, yeah, they they are the most horrible things you can imagine, and that, that your brain, like we were kind of alluding to it, that there's there's kind of. It feels like there's a little demon in your mind being like, what about this image? Yeah. What about this one? Does this, does this fuck you up? Yeah. And you, and, and this, one like, fuck, oh, this one fucks you up. Look at this one. And then like, it's getting closer and closer. And so, yeah, yeah, you, 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 you fucking weirdo. Like, <laughs> like, like, stop looking at this. You're stop looking weirdo. at this. Why are you thinking about, you thinking about this? Why are you and, thinking about that? Because you're, you're having such a guttural, emotional, genuine, like authentic reaction from like such an intellectual level. It's, from, it's like, oh, sorry, it's from such a, uh, uh, like, what's the term? Like, visceral. The, the visceral, like, it's mm-hmm. from, from your soul. You, you, you hate everything about this image. It does, it kind of, in a strange way, reinforces the image and, and makes it harder to not think about that image. Yeah. And, and you, I'm assuming, because your experience is, di- is, is different to mine slightly, you're also incredibly judgmental of yourself. Yeah. And I'm a very emotional person and quite, insecure um a, a lot of the time like the so these like emotions hit me really really hard which yeah. i think guess ties to this mm. so when i see these things i i do get probably a very the thing is like this is the bizarre thing everyone gets intrusive thoughts every every single person on the planet but 99 of them can have an intrusive thought and go that's, that was weird i'm moving good. on with my yeah. day now mm. the, for somebody with intro for someone with pure o they go why did I? Why did I have that thought? Wait, hold on, hold. Sh- sh- every, like, brain, shut up. Why did I think that thought? I am I? Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Am I, I like, for example, am I a serial killer? Do I want to do that? Do I want to do that thing? No, you don't want to do that thing. And it's the polar opposite. Like I've like in my recent some of the, one of the helpful videos I saw is was just a, a doctor, a psychiatrist explaining. No, that is the last thing. It's actually proof you're a good person. If you have pure O and these images that these disgusting images are disgusting you. You are a good person. Congratulations, Alan. Thank you. Person. I'm a good person. <laughs> yeah. um, but just for the listeners, like if you have these thoughts and they disgust you and you're worried about it, it's because you're a good person and you care yeah. is the reason you're having these yeah. thoughts. And the reason mm. they're sticking around is because you find them disgusting. And You've got a horror movie playing in your brain mm. yeah. that you hate. Something you don't want. Something yeah. you don't want. Yeah, yeah they're, they're literally the opposite thing. Yeah. It's, like, it's the worst thing you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And that is just so isolating and terrifying because, I mean, it like, the horror story. It is. It feels like a horror. You are you are scared of yourself. The cruel thing about your one as well is because of that, mm. it makes it very hard to talk about. Yeah, no, I, I don't like talking about the specifics, but it's not just because they are horrible thoughts. It's because intrusive thoughts are literally meaningless and discussing them gives them like 
more power, power. Yeah, yeah. and you feel yeah, you're ashamed it. of these and thoughts that you go I don't, I don't want to talk about this yeah so i'm, 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 I'm putting it out into the world actually makes it more real kind of yeah, yeah. The, these thoughts they they mean nothing they're just thoughts and you know i, I really you are not your thoughts you are your actions yeah yeah, yeah. the next question is well how is your mental health currently how are you now? Really good, man. Yeah, cur- currently really good. I, about a year ago was I, probably my biggest struggle with anxiety. I haven't struggled too much with depression in probably two or three years, which yeah. is nice. So yeah. Yeah. L- luckily, quite good at the moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been good for about a year. Mm. Um, I, was, I was, which has, um, yeah, been incredible. And I guess I'll just jump straight you into- You might as well jump straight into why. <clears throat> what I did. Or what you've done, yeah. Nothing was really working. What I what I had done was so something I, I, I when I kind of committed to fighting, fight, fighting is such a weird term because it's it's you're, you're battling with yourself and it really shouldn't be a battle. It should be something you like. It's weird, but I, I committed one hundred percent to I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to do everything right to give myself the most solid foundation mm. to build from. And so I did. I I started eating really healthy. I started drinking lots of water, exit and doing exercise, practicing mindfulness. Um, like just trying to create the, the best version of myself to recover from, which in and to itself helped a little bit. I remember you got jacked. It, it, I, got, actually, I got a little bit jacked. You got jacked. jacked. It, it actually, that was one of the things as well that uh, I feel is probably the best for my mental health journey as well. Yeah. And it, I mean, I can see the science behind it. Your brain is literally run on what you put into your body. Yeah. So if you're putting good food, oxygen, water yeah. into your body, then it's, you know, the, the fucking science is there to say yeah. that your brain's going to start running better, right? Yeah. Because that, that's kind of the journey that I went through as well. That was my second journey really was that the first journey was medication. And I think we're going to talk about that. Sure, right. yeah. You can um, just, uh, just dive into it if you want. The first part of my journey was, yeah, being taken to a doctor and him being like, here's medication. Yeah. And that stigmatized me even fucking worse. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm now, not only do I have a label of depression now, but now I'm on medication. Fucking great. Yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. God, this defines me as a yeah, person. Yeah. So, it, while we're talking about it, like, because it is a just, um, what are your thoughts on antidepressants and medication and um, for yourself and for people? And, and ha- I mean, I, I can see it helps because it did help immediately. Like it, it helped lessen the, uh, the depression. Um, it stopped me getting into those real bad days. But I, after about probably 18 months, I'd say, of being on the medication, I felt that I was so, it had chopped the top and the bottom off. Yeah, yeah man. And yeah. I, I kind of said to myself and to my doctor and to the psychiatrist, I was like, I, I think I value the top more than I hate the bottom. Yeah. Um, so I went off medication, which um, that was some fucking dark days going off medication. Ooh, yeah, man. That's, the, that's one of the horrible things yeah. about SSRIs is just the <clears throat> weaning off. Yeah. I, I remember the worst day going off medication was I was um, in one of my directing classes at university with John Kellen, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, who, For the, who, who's played a bunch played of roles. Santa, he's played uh, like a general Your commander. He's a go-to cool old guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was Actor. in The Hobbit uh, as Oyen. We love him. Hashtag we love John Kellen. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was one of my amateurs. Um, but uh, I just remember just being like, again, it's like, like, thundercloud I couldn't focus on the class I just yeah. literally I just remember just being in very classic this like, is coming off off antidepressants yeah coming yeah. off antidepressants I'd been off for maybe a week or two and 
very classic like director we're in a black room in a black theater room and yeah. are sitting in a circle in chairs and mm-hmm. stuff and um i i was just i just couldn't focus and i just felt it welling up in me this like absolute despair mm-hmm. and i didn't like it was so visceral that i could feel that i was about to throw up wow. and i burst out of the room and i didn't fully make it out of the room throw up on the floor wow and was just so sad i just lay on the floor next to the vomit and started crying this wow. is <laughs> it like, was fucking like horrible. that is such a that's i'm so sorry that happened to you and like ties into the 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 real the reality where how the mental health can affect the real world. Like yeah, it can yeah. make you sick. It can yeah. like, you can, you can like literally break down in front of people mm-hmm. like that. So I, yeah. So I, I, I see that, uh, that what's it called medication. It definitely can help. And I believe it, I believe for me, it did help in those early days that it helped me learn the feeling of being depressed was something that was abnormal yeah. and and it gave me the feeling of being normal and the reason I went off medication was to regain the feeling of being properly happy the highs, the highs and lows. um and basically to what you were saying was that I I kind of well then talking to my doctor and my psychiatrist I was like what can I do myself and they were yeah like exercise healthy eating water yeah. Uh, or sleep, I think. You're like, oh, sleep. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I have to do all that. I know. Like, it's weird, it's weird <laughs> it saying that out loud, being like, because it, it's just, <clears throat> it's just so, I don't know. It feels I want like a quick it, fix. It feels quite <laughs> condescending to say it as well for some reason, even though it but is just like, it's so important. It, yeah. it, it got me into thing. Well, it got me into exercise. It got me into running. It yeah. got me into gardening because yeah. I was like, not only do I get outside and get fresh air, I also get fresh. Oh, fresh, sun. Fresh, the sun is the other one. It gets me food up the end yeah. of it as well. Um, it got me into cooking because I got to learn how to cook good meals. Yeah, I wish I wish I got into gardening. I could, cooking that wasn't part of my journey. I still am just horrible at both of those things. Um, my, and, and yeah, I, I, I genuinely think that is a fantastic way of com, uh, of combating it. You can obviously do that with medication as well. But, yeah, um, yeah. I guess my opinion with this SROs is is it's just completely valid. What does it stand for? Alan's it Googling stands it. for selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. So it helps it, you have more serotonin. I don't know if well, it's well, off the top well, of my head. Did you just know that off the top of your head, No, Ali? I have Google open right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, well. It's just well, it's the most common type of antidepressant. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. And I, so I think it's a completely valid, um, completely valid for a lot of people. Uh, I think it's if you need it, take it. Um, but I'd very much. Um, treat it as a stepping stone to recovery rather than that being your fix. Yeah. You know, I, it's- I, I also just want to chuck in a real uh, almost comedic note that I got from my doctor as well is I was, uh, must have been 21 or something by this stage, is uh, he was like, yeah, with exercise and, and uh, eating well and sun and all that kind of stuff, he was like, and, you know, another good thing you could try is having a bunch of sex because you get, you get. Uh, oh, let me get on that. Yeah. Let me just get straight on I, that. I know. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm a pretty nerdy 21 year old. <laughs> you expect me to just go out and randomly find sex? Bro, just get fucking. <laughs> bro, come on, just get fucking. Because he was like, it's exercise and you get the happy chemicals from when yeah. you're having sex. I'm like, yeah, I'll just get out. I'll just get on that. I'll just get on that then. <laughs> <laughs> Just walk out of the doctor's room. You, you, come back Let's, with me. Go. <laughs> Let's uh, go. The thing that really helped was, again, not a professional. I tried psilocybin. 
some magic mushrooms, which um, which interact with the brain in a very, very interesting way. I never, it's not legal in New Zealand. So it's really, not legal many places. it's not legal in many places at all. It's starting to get legalized in some areas and there are some clinics that can really, really help out. Um, and you know, guide you through these, the, the uh, like the, the journey. I noticed that Australia currently are having pretty yeah. wide ranging clinical trials. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I think it's starting to, I really think it's starting to take off, which is incredible because holy shit, that what it can do is amazing. I, I never committed to it fully because I was too nervous, but I was microdosing, which is just taking a really small amount every day. Um, which I did feel alleviated, like as much, if not um, more so than SSRIs without taking the top off as well. Yeah. But um, it, it didn't fix me because I didn't commit to something called the hero dose, which was, well, I don't know, that's the unofficial term. It's essentially a massive dose that rewires your brain. Mm. Um, but what is legal in New Zealand is ketamine. And I have been um, taking ketamine every third or fourth night just when I go to bed for about um, like over it's been a wee while a now, eh? now yeah. I think. I would say it's been longer than that, yeah, I think. I think yeah. I went to, yeah, I think it was like November last year or something. To be, to be clear, ketamine is legal under the right circumstances. Yeah, under the right circumstances. Like got to be officially getting it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm getting it prescribed and I, I get, it arrives in my letterbox. Like I get ketamine delivered to my door. And I, I, that's crazy. It's nuts. <laughs> and I, it's, what a world we live in. What a world we live in. And I, I, um, it's, it's a really intense drug. And I imagine, I don't know the science behind this. I think it works the same way as psilocybin does, uh, for people where it, um, the, the neurological pathways that your brain has cemented and like these obsessive compulsive th thoughts, these like intrusive thoughts, the emotional reaction to you, you have to these intrusive thoughts, these highways that have been, built in your mind get rerouted again mm. like essentially that creates new roads around them so you can have the intrusive thought and not have the emotional reaction to it which completely completely solves the problem mm. if you don't have the emotional reaction to it it doesn't reinforce the yeah. thought and you, you, it just kind of fades away which i imagine is how most people deal with intrusive thoughts it's like taking the gasoline out of the car it's yeah. like yeah it's it really like, is no emotion there anymore the um, metaphor I heard was, uh, I think one of you guys actually showed it to me, uh, and this was to do with actually psilocybin, was imagine your mind is a ski field yeah. and the skiers are go down, going down this, this mountain of, of your mind covered in snow. And the skiers, uh, each time they go down this uh, mountain, they're kind of building a pathway with their skis and more, more skiers will follow that path and more and more and more. And before long, it's, it really builds up uh, kind of the main route down this the mountain. The only way you can go around. Really. Yeah, the only oh, way you can go. And the scares represent the thoughts. And the scares <laughs> represent the thoughts, yeah. Um, and what psilocybin does, and I, what feels like ketamine does for me at least, is it, it's just a fresh powder of snow that covers the mountain. So these skiers now can go can just any which direction. And I can't emphasize enough how much it's helped. It's been insane. I, I, thinking back to where I was a year, two years ago, where I genuinely thought that was me for the rest of my life to now where I can just be normal. I'm still very stressed and tired a lot of the time, but it's for very tangible yeah, reasons yeah. rather than just the being at war with yourself. To be honest, I, uh, be, being stressed and tired, if I can see a very tangible reason, almost in a very odd way, makes me happy yeah. because it's like, oh, okay, there's there's a there's a reason. There's I've a been reason doing something. I've yeah. achieved something. I've whatever. Yeah. 
You have a very something in your eyelash, and it's annoying oh, me. Oh, thank it's you annoying for, me that you have a thing has in that your been eyelash there the entire time. Only I've only Quick noticed load. in the last like, two, two, two. <laughs> I've only noticed in like last two minutes, but it's been fucking annoying me, Alan. When, oh, no. when you were in the uh, peak of despair, yep. do you wish you had a park bench. I wish I had a park on. bench and a genie. That's a reference. I would, I would have gone back to a previous podcast. I would have, in that scenario, 100% would have taken the park bench. Park bench. Solve all my mental <laughs> problems. A, yeah. a quick summary of that was that if there was a park bench that you sat on and it gave you eternal happiness, yeah. would you take it? Would you take it? Mm. I And, and to, to kind of, I don't know, go back to, because I, I, when I post this Instagram story, and I've spoken about it on my stream and stuff about Untruth, Thoughts, and Pure a lot, a lot of people are like, holy shit, I have that, I have that. Mm. Um. And I don't know, I, I, I just want to kind of end my, the spiel about Pure O as with a positive one. Like, I thought I was going to be stuck in it forever, but you don't have to be stuck in it forever. There are things you can do, mm. but do your own research, speak to people, give yourself a solid foundation to work from, Go to your doctor. exercise, sleep, talk to mm. your doctor, just be as healthy as you can, and then, yeah, and, and start looking into it. But I, I ketamine and psilocybin, has has just miracles though. feel like they're miracles, like genuinely miracles, and it's so heartbreaking. In particular, the psilocybin is illegal because oh, the wow. amount of people it could help that are not here anymore. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, because I, they didn't know how they didn't have the tools to deal with these mental health things is just absurd. It's I, so I disgusting. Can, I can see the world going through a bit of a. I mean, we're not only going through a mental health kind of renaissance. Re- re- renaissance, but we're also going through a drug renaissance at the moment. So I think hopefully in like five years, yeah. that will be in a much better place in that regards. Yeah, I really, really hope so. Cause it's, it's like, it, it can I, be just magic. What were some good strategies and what were some bad strategies that you used to deal with your I, mental health? I think that I really want to talk about this is my, especially around depression is that the, the, best strategy I've ever found, and I've voiced this to you guys a lot, and yeah. I've voiced it to other people as well, is that when I'm in a bad day, and these days I can easily see a bad day, uh, when, I, when I wake up feeling down or when I'm experiencing, okay, this is a depression day, is to identify that and, and say to myself, it's okay to have a bad day. Mm. And then Con- not consciously, not make it worse or anything like the thought spirals, but to, just to go, this is a bad day. I will live it as a bad day. And it, it, in a way, almost makes it better because I'm giving myself permission to have that bad it's day. It's okay to be it's, not okay. Yeah, because yeah. that it's yeah. just, it's, uh, it's because what I'm saying to myself is, this is who I am. And, and you've had these bad days in the past and you've gotten through them and you know that the next day or the day after that is better or at, even that afternoon will be better or that yeah. night. Some, something will change. This is not the end of the world. So just have, it, have the bad day. Yeah. And, uh, and, and. I mean, that's that like, it kind of ties back to the, just the happiness. There's you in episode one, you, nobody can ever be happy all the time. Exactly. And being yeah. a human being is is mental <laughs> like the amount of like the thoughts and feelings and just, uh, we're on a roller coaster ride that nobody knows the foot like controls of mm. and you just you do got to ride it out and there everyone's going to have bad days i like mental health definitely i don't know make gives you a few yeah. worse days but it's just part of the ride and if you if you try and there's there are ways to turn the, this journey into a positive I don't, I don't think there's anything that I've done necessarily to make it worse. 
consciously, I guess. I guess the main things that I would have ever done to make especially my depression worse is hiding away and not talking to people, trying yeah, trying absolutely. to trying to yeah. fix it or something. Uh, uh, and uh, I don't think I've ever necessarily, con- apart from the story I told earlier, never consciously done that. Philosophic, mm. Philosophically, what, what you said about um, just accepting, uh, the word acceptance for me has been a massive uh, key word. And, and I can go, good things that I did. Well, actually, I start with bad things that I did when I was going through thought spirals was fight them. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking fight them. I can and, beat and you. I can beat you. And I remember being like stuck in the, like, I was like, to continue my story of like when I did weed when I was younger and then for literally like a year later after that, I was a, a mild version of the thoughts, nonstop thought spirals. For, for I'd be in math class, just stuck in my brain and fucking thought mm. spirals, constantly fighting it, fighting it, fighting it, trying to beat it, trying to figure it out, trying to problem exhausting. solve it, trying, exhaustingly trying to figure out how I could beat my brain. Yeah. Which is like, as, like if you really think about it, it's like, how are you going to, you're fighting your yourself. Yeah. Like and, and trying to outsmart yourself. You're trying to outsmart yourself. And that's like, yeah. I mean, if we're going back to this little demon metaphor, it's like, he's literally, it's like he's being fueled by yeah, your, up, he's like, what's up? It's oh like, yeah, you're, you're trying to fight the, me? The, oh, the, nom, nom. And you quietly go, well, what if I try this strategy against myself? Well, yeah. and, and it goes, I, I was there, I heard you strategizing I against yourself. There's a key moment for me. Was, I was like, I was trying all these things before I learned, before anyone told me about psilocybin or ketamine. I was, I, I did SSR for eyes uh, for a while, but there were other things I tried once. Something I, I, and I saw a bunch of people. This is me trying to try. I didn't know who to get help from, and so I was signing up for everything. And I signed up for this um, uh, natural kind of person who's like he, he calls himself like Doctor Happy or something. And I was like, let's go. And let's I went there, and, and he was like, um, he was he was like put everyone on a massage table, and he was he was trying to. <laughs> Like he's trying to suck the bad energy out with his hands, and I was like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this is I've, I've signed up for like just like bullshit. Real spirit, like kind of like airy fairy. Yeah, airy fairy. And something somebody else told me was, oh, just um, be sure to drink lots of chamomile tea. <laughs> and, and, You're still and, into cami though. I I have the occasional cami, but it's not to battle mental health. <laughs> like it's not to battle mental health demons anymore. It's just because it's like a nice I don't know tea. <laughs> but I remember like I. <laughs> One of the break oh my god! So we, <laughs> one of the breakdowns I had was I was in the worst throes of intrusive thoughts, and I was just like I was just a mess, and I was like, oh, what can I do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I put the jug on, and I put the jug on. I was watching this like, uh, and, and then I put the camel tea and I like <laughs> let, let it to lift it to simmer or still whatever, and I just broke down. I was like, I'm battling the most intense <laughs> mental health demon I've ever fought and the way I'm fighting it is to try and make a cup of chamomile tea and this episode is brought to you by Dilma Dilma <laughs> chamomile <laughs> tea um, so I don't be- know how we got to so that in, I, in summary the best thing you've ever done to fight mental health chamomile was tea. chamomile tea chamomile yeah, tea great, great, great. just if, if you're in a really shitty spot just buy a chamomile tea and eat the yeah. tea bags yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just go, yeah. um, but so going back just going back so the, the the worst thing I ever did was was fighting yeah. it as hard as I can the the best strategy that ever worked for me was is the word acceptance, which mm. was, I actually remember um, uh, I was lying in bed, and this is a few years ago when I had kind of a resurgence of this thought spiral thing. Because um, I've been kind of on and off battling it for like uh, 25 years. Um, and I remember I was battling it, I was fighting it, trying to outsmart, the, oh fuck, my thought spiral's a bit, god damn it, I thought I was done with this. Mm. But, and battling it, battling it. And then I remember, I remember giving up. 
Mm. Yeah. No, I don't mean giving up. Like, I'm gonna kill myself. I yeah, mean yeah. going. Oh, I remember literally the, the the words going. Oh, you win. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've tried everything. Yeah. And it almost immediately felt like I, the the, this the, is, the I, demon just left. I was like, oh, not giving him power. I, I I remember you telling me this and and being blown away that you could do that because y- you you saying. Oh, you win. You have to say it from such a genuine place. Because yeah. yeah. I remember hearing this being like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And I, I go, okay, you win. And I said it to myself. And but do you know it. what you're actually saying is you're saying, I win. Yeah. But I was saying, yeah, mm. I, was, I was trying to, yeah, right, right, right. And that's the thing. What your point is, though, that you can't artificially. You can't fake, fake it. Fake no, you can't. Thought. Not I remember kind of going, oh, I, I've tried everything. I, was like, and I remember t- as if I was speaking to a demon in my mind going, yep. oh, I don't know. You, you, you know what? You win. I, 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 re- I, you win. Yeah. What do you want from me? It was like a real giving out acceptance. What do you want from me? You win. And it just kind of very quickly just kind of, I remember kind of going, oh, you, and it, uh, he's, where is he? Where's he going? It's ama- yeah. You, you dealt with, you, de- I, it's, I, it's amazing you managed to do that. I, I used a horse tranquilizer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, um, you just, you just, faded him into existence. It wasn't out, instantaneous, out of existence. but I remember that being a strategy that um, whenever I'd feel it coming back, I'd, instead of going, oh fuck, the thoughts process coming back, uh, um, um, fight it, fight it. Yeah. Just kind of going, oh, they're here, okay. <sighs> let, them, let, the, let them come. Yeah. Mm. Let them come. Yeah. yeah. One, one of the things I want to talk about before we uh, to get too close to the end of our time is uh, the, kind, the questions back to back that you've got down the bottom is, what people have done to help or hinder you and what you've done to help or hinder yeah. others. Um, I think mainly for our lovely listeners out there, it's yeah. a good one to talk about. Yeah. Is that um, it, it feels like, I'm, I'm going to start with the second one, is it, fe- it feels like when you see someone that you know and love going through mental health struggles that you want to fix, that's what you were saying yeah. earlier with Alan, it's like, how will fix you? On the phone? Like, how yeah, do yeah. I fix you? Yeah, what can I do to fix you? Um... And I mean, we've done this joke in our mental health skits is it, it, it feels we did it with the button. Like, yeah, what, yeah, what can I exactly. do to fix you? Mm. I will do any, say anything, eat an apple, fucking do some exercise, do, do push-ups, do whatever. I don't know. I'll try to fix you. And like, it, 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 I know when you're trying to help a friend, someone you love, that is coming from a place of love yeah, and absolutely. help. And I want, I want to yeah. help you. I want to fix you. But it just, it never feels like it to the other person, to yeah. the person who's got depression or to the person who's got anxiety or to the person who's got going through their struggles because you can't quite see what they're going through. Yeah. And I, that's something that I struck, like my fucking whole personality is fix the problem. Yeah, yeah. And that's not just about mental health. Like if Jen comes home and she's like, oh, this thing happened at work today. I'm like, well, have you spoken to your boss maybe about, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. redistributing? Yeah. That's just my fucking personality. And the thing that I've really come to terms with recently is when friends or family are struggling with mental health is just to be there. Yeah. Just to talk to them about it, not solve it, just tell me about it. Yeah. I, I want to hear about it. And then just kind of just be there and talk about other things and yeah. and yeah. H- help with your presence, help with just your love, basically. Mm-hmm. Don't it's fix it. It's kind of the difference between sympathy and empathy. Mm. Is a mm. kind of a difference between those two words, and mm. it's focusing on the empathy part of it, mm. which is just kind of climbing down into the hole with them mm. and kind of going, 
I don't. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah. This yeah, sucks, yeah. man. The, the, I'm sorry you're going through this. I'm sorry you're going yeah. through this. The, the, the metaphor, and sometimes it doesn't have to be a metaphor, I always use is just getting a blanket, putting it on them, yeah, yeah. give them yeah. a cup of tea, and going. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. Thumbs up. You got, you got this. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you don't got this, but you know, maybe tomorrow, not today. But yeah, maybe not today. But don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, have you tried having an apple? Have you t- <laughs> do some do some press ups? Yeah. Like literally, yeah. It, it's it sounds really weird, but sometimes if someone says to you, "I'm not doing well," just going, "Oh, that fucking sucks." Yeah. It's so yeah because that's what they want to hear. Yes, it fucking sucks. Yeah. My yeah. brain fucking sucks today. Yeah. And having someone go, "Oh, that sucks." Ooh, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Go, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks for validating. It does, it does suck. Yeah. Thanks for validating the thing that it does suck. Yeah. I mean, that, that's why we did our mental health series was not to fix your problems. We know we can't just fix. Go here's hey, by the way, here's a solution to your mental yeah. health. The whole thing is that we made the skits to make the topic of mental health more accessible. Kind of like what I was saying earlier is yep. that we talk about it ourselves a lot, so we wanted to talk about it with our fans in the form that we know, which is comedy sketches. And even though we've only made a handful of them, when we haven't been to conventions in a wee while, but anytime we do go to conventions, it's the most common thing people mention to us is they, they love the yeah. mental health sketches. It really, making these, and, and same with when we're streaming or just bumping into yeah. fans on the street, like that more often than not, it is talking about the mental health sketches, even though we just mm-hmm. made a handful of episodes yeah. and it really highlights God, just how normal it is to mm-hmm. not be okay and to have to be dealing with something. Um, like within Viva, it's not, I, I think everybody I, we, I talk to within Viva like has, has, some journey. has something, has mm-hmm. some journey that they're either, they've either been on or are currently going through right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's kind of an amazing how many people deal with yeah as soon as you start talking about it you realize like, and it does it normalizes it so much and and i think that is, and to itself is a massive help um just knowing you're not alone because exactly. you are not alone the whole oh, the whole world that goes back to it when i was saying right at the start when it came to labels yeah the, the weirdest thing happened to me when i thought i was literally alone with this weird like condition this thought spiral thing that no one else on the planet has ever, yeah. dealt, ever dealt with i genuinely believed that i thought i've I, i'm weird man yeah and then, and then when my psychologist psychiatrist said, gave it a label he said oh this thing is a common thing that uh, people who have had acid have the moment he said that i was like oh my god i'm not i'm yeah, not alone this is a thing I remember having a he very... put a label on and i was like oh thank fuck yeah 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 i remember having a very similar thought when i i, I was a I, I, I figured it what I, out what I had online when I was like just listening yeah. to somebody talk. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is what I have. Oh my God. And just the fact that people were discussing it already yeah. and this video had however many tens or hundreds of thousands of views and the comments below were all like, oh, I'm not alone. Oh, I'm not alone. Yes. I was like, oh, I, yeah, I feel that. You I'm with are you. not alone. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then you find out what it is and you start reading into how many people are just like having the worst time or have been struggling <laughs> with it. I was like, oh God, this is awful. I wish I didn't know more about this. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mixed, mixed emotions. Mixed emotions, yeah. <laughs> I guess we're probably, there's a few more questions here, but I think we're kind of, kind of we have, as, yeah. for as much as you can get in one podcast. Maybe uh, we can do another one and pick up any yeah. bits that we haven't yeah. chatted in the future. Let's all give... Two sentences on on okay. uh, what we the most positive t- takeaway yeah. that we can give, and I I think my positive takeaways are are, are that acceptance, yeah, uh, g- giving power to it and yourself, mm. it, because it is it is you, yeah, um, and and uh, helping others if you if you see someone who's, who's yeah. struggling, be be there for them. Uh, mine is you are not alone. 
to talk to talk to people mm, if yeah. you have people in your lives that you you can talk That's to about it. One. Like yeah. I, I think it's just helps so much, and it will just continue to normalize these journeys that we're going on, and you will get through this. Mm. Yeah, it's just New it's a rocky ahead. patch, but you will get through this. Uh, the same same for me is just talk about it, and especially I mean especially men. I, I'm gonna say I'm. New Zealand men, but I think men in general. I think men in general. I, I mean, all people, all humans, but especially men are renowned for not talking about their feelings as much as women. Yeah. And and I just, just talk, so, talk about it. And, and yeah. if, if you're not a, like a, a, a talky person, like, you know, like we are, we're thespians. <laughs> if you're not, you know, comfortable talking about it, honestly, um, our skits or even this podcast or sharing those kind of things, I, I really recommend if Sharing our skits with a with a mate, those mental health skits, and kind of go, oh, mental health, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's What's a good it's that? a good way to just start the topic, and then you can kind of mm. edge into the topic. Yeah. That's why we made them. Mm-hmm. Um, but talk about it, man. Just about just it. start sure. talking about it, and have an apple. And uh, but the main thing is, <laughs> just have an apple, and it should typically fixes yeah, every yeah, yeah, problem. Yeah, fixes it. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes. 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 Check out, there's, oh, a, there's, a, there's a sketch uh, <laughs> linked on screen. <laughs> Link, linked, on. linked on screen on Spotify. Uh, I, before we wrap it out, I just do want to say, if anyone is uh, going through mental health struggles at the moment and you do want to seek out some proper professional advice, we are going to chuck some uh, resources yeah. in the description of this episode. So uh, go check out those resources yeah. and uh, hopefully you can find some help. Until that time, Rowan, wrap us up. Yo. 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 We talked about our mental health. Yeah. It's not so great at times, uh. Uh. But then if you just do some simple rhymes, uh-huh. then you will always be a Herbert Shaman Ash Man. I couldn't think of anything to rhyme with, uh, but yo, yo, <laughs> mental health. Uh, you have self-spirals, spir- self. depression, you have sim- oh, uh, OCD, doesn't matter. Look at me. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> health. You can fix yourself. Oh. Yeah. Oh. If there's anything oh. you take away from this podcast, it's, it's Ron's rap. Yeah. That's That's exactly. Remember to talk about it. Oh, just talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. Just like me and you'll, be, you'll be okay. You got we'll this. You got it. this. Mm. I call Eminem all the time and we talk about it. Yeah. Just talk about it. I, I've realized uh, something that we didn't get to at all what was that? in this in this podcast. And I almost want to do a complete another podcast about it is anxiety and anxiety is a superpower. Yeah. So maybe we do another podcast, podcast on that one. Mental day. health podcast Absolutely. number two. Coming soon. Anxiety, anxiety is a superpower. Yeah. As a superpower. Cowabunga. That shit's dingo. Woo! Oh, you got the thing of t-shirt on as well. I'm supposed to be able to go. Bye. 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 Bye.